Well, welcome to another week of A Heart for Scripture. And this week we'll be finishing the book of James and we'll be starting the book of 1 Peter. And before we jump into this week's reading, I just want to give you a couple things that we can anticipate as we begin 1 Peter. First of all, we can anticipate having our faith built as we read about the hope that we have in Christ. Peter writes in 1 Peter 1.3, he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Once we had no hope, now we have hope. And not just any hope, we have living hope. And for what are we hoping? Verse 4, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. So because of Christ, we have every reason to be joyful. Our future is set. We will enjoy eternity with God, and that should influence how we live our life now. It should give us hope as we endure various hardship in a world caused, cursed by sin. And that's a thing that we'll see in this book is that we can endure suffering in whatever form it takes because of the hope that we have in Christ. That'll be a theme that we continually see in this book. Secondly, we can anticipate being exhorted to live holy lives in light of our hope. We're to seek to live in obedience to God. We're, we're to prepare our minds for action. We're to be sober-minded as we wait for the return of Christ. Chapter 1, 14 through 15, Peter writes, As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. We've been born again, ransomed, not with silver or gold, Peter says, but with the precious blood of Christ. We have a new identity. Our life now has meaning. And in light of what we're looking forward to, how we live our life now matters. And we'll read Peter instructing us to, to put away our sin and instead long for pure spiritual milk in chapter 2, verse 2. Because as renewed believers, we have tasted and we've seen that the Lord is good. Finally, we can anticipate being reminded of the unity that we enjoy with other believers. As the church, as God's people, we're saved to one hope. We've been saved by one Savior, Jesus Christ, and we will enjoy eternal life together. Peter writes in chapter 2, verse 9, he says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. And what a sweet thing to remember as we think about our church. We're a part of a people. We're a part of the people of God. We're, we're a chosen people. We've all received mercy from God. So as we look forward to our future hope, as we seek to be holy in the midst of a world that hates God, we can enjoy unity and fellowship, exhorting one another to continue to rejoice as we await the return of Christ. Peter commands in chapter 3, he says, Have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. As God's people, that's, that's to be our disposition towards one another while we wait and hope for what is to come. The Lord has been exceedingly kind to us. 
our future is incredibly bright. So let's, let's ask him for help this week to keep Christ at the forefront of our minds, to seek to be holy as he is holy, and to live in joyful fellowship with those who have been born again to a living hope.